Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas the podcast. I'm Zoe and I'm Georgia and we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations, tips and tricks, products we love and brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. Well, we made it to Tuesday the 19th of December. (laughs) How are you? (laughs) I'm all right. I've got to be honest. I said to you at this point of the year, I don't remember my name. I don't remember where I live. I don't remember a lot and I'm just crawling to have yeah. a little bit of space and time off. Yeah. And actually when this episode goes out, because we, we're not going to be able to lie and say that you're recording this on your flight out to Kenya, you're going to be with your <laughs> mum and your family. And this yeah, is what we want. This wait. is what we live for. I know. It's these moments. But your cough still sounds nasty, George. Oh, I've had your it. Throat, your throat, your chest. Month for a month but I'm not anti-antibiotics but I feel like I am (laughs) I feel like I'm just like no I'm not going to the doctor there's people who are far more in need of antibiotics than me I don't need to go and now I'm thinking "Mm, actually don't really want to take this hacking smoker's cough into 2024 so (laughs) I'm gonna call you dot on the podcast all right dot I know Oh my gosh, oh, it's horrible. But anyway, how are you? How are you today? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, and actually, like you said, we're on the final countdown to getting on that plane and getting out of here for three weeks, which yeah. we all really, really need. The whole family just need to go and be with with Shushu. I can't wait to go. I can't wait to see her. Actually, it's been a long, long, long time. And actually, there's a feeling of um, can't wait for somebody else to take care of me. For somebody, not somebody else. I somebody. know what you mean. <laughs> you know? I know what you mean. When you just need your mum. Like you just need your mum. Yeah. Like you just need yeah. someone else to, yeah, think about you to make sure you're like yeah. you're eating, to make sure that you've got a cup yeah. of tea or coffee. You know, that kind of, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I'm looking forward to that as well. I'm looking forward to my mum coming and me not being the adult in the house. That's exactly yeah. that. Yeah. Because you know what? You and I look in the mirror some days and we're like, fuck, how did we become the grown-ups? I know. I know. I still think about this all the time. When I describe, when I say <laughs> to people, I think at this time of year as well, it's like reality hits home because you kind of end up talking to people that you might not have spoken to throughout the year. So like, I've you know, I've got a wedding and I've got like various family things going on and I see people that I haven't maybe seen for a while and they go, oh, yeah. how's, how's everything? How's life? And I go, yeah, yeah, it's all good. Um, I actually run three businesses now, and um, <laughs> and I've got two children, and they're four and seven. And I'm like, who are you talking about? What? This is me. What? Like when we look back on like 
okay, we we know we've got kids. We've kind of got our heads around that. But when we look back on the year as well, Zoe, like we started a recruitment business this year. I know. Like, I know. We, it, it feels very grown up. It was very Georgia and I, Georgia and I, obviously, you know, we're, we're doing, um, you know, Made by Mamas, which we utterly and completely adore. But then to launch a new business on top of everything else that we're doing, oh, yeah. and then suddenly we're recruiters. It's so funny. <laughs> it's literally like a scene from like some sort of 1980s movie set in New York. We're like, yeah, we're doing it. But actually, we feel like we work in the mailroom. It's like that type of vibe, you know, like yeah. imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome. Do you know that's what? what it is. That is the perfect description that is the absolute yeah. perfect description we we do we feel like we work in the mailroom and yeah actually if it wasn't for you guys listening we we would very much still feel like we work in the mailroom and like yeah. your support and stuff throughout the year and supporting everything that we do has it kind of helps us with our imposter syndrome slightly doesn't it yes like we, yeah, the it reassurance does. it does so thank you thank and you all and also that. just i don't know today today's podcast is all about reflecting on 2023 so I, I imagine a lot of you listening will have had those conversations like somebody might have asked you you know how's the year been or what are you looking forward to to 2024 all those sorts of big life moments so we thought we'd take today's podcast to kind of reflect on those amazing incredible conversations that we've had over the last 12 months one um, podcast that comes to mind um, which we're not going to play your clip of today is the fact that Dozer and Judgy James made their debut appearance on the podcast they did we're not going to put them in our top 10 of the year because no, we no. don't want to inflate their egos anymore because <laughs> you, you lot seem to love listening to them and we've we've been telling them for years and years like no one is interested in you two like no <laughs> they don't want to hear from you get away let us have our thing but actually yeah. we were wrong they're hopefully not going to hear us say that but yeah it was good I actually quite enjoyed it maybe they can come back on in 2024 what do we think 100% what was amazing was that um what came out of each of those podcasts because we did them separately was the fact that yeah. James ended up giving tips on laundry and the questions that were fired at James were very, very different to the questions that are fired at myself and Dawes. Ours was like, yeah. date night, keeping it sexy, sex toys. How many times a week do you have sex? Let's talk about sex. It was all sex, 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 sex. Whereas with you guys, it was more domestic. It was like, yeah, how do you get ketchup out of your white shirts? You know? Hilarious. Th- it, that personifies us as couples perfectly <laughs> so there we go a lovely reflection on our marriages during those podcasts but obviously yeah, um you know throughout throughout the year we had other incredible conversations that we really want to reflect today because there's been some massive massive highs some of those moments during those conversations where we pinched ourselves that we were getting that information mm. from these guests some real beautiful sharing you know real kind of intimate moments of parenthood and some really great bits of information and fact which have really helped us with this you know this podcast doesn't run without those amazing experts so we're going to kick things off our do you know what our most popular episode of the year this one yeah it was we found out that through spotify didn't we you know when everyone plays Mm. their spotify lists for the year we found out that in fact this episode was number one and actually i've got to say so it probably was one of our favorite chats as well we loved her honesty her just i think she just talked to so many people and I think so many people yeah. could relate to how she felt and not really getting to grips with the word mum and actually how yeah. the word mum can have quite negative connotations so should we have a little listen yeah let's jump into Olivia Bowen I don't really speak about it too much 
I think I still struggle to sort of process it. I was really pro, um, like no drugs. I really wanted a water birth and I felt like I yeah. breathed the child out. And I think I felt a lot of pressure to do so, not from anyone else, just from myself. And I think it felt like, oh, you're a woman. You can do this. Like you were born to do this. And then when it mm. turned out, no, I couldn't do this. I just felt this like huge shame around, you know, having an epidural and not being able to have a water birth and not being able to push him out um, just on my own. And I like I felt huge shame. I felt huge disappointment in myself. It just felt like I failed because everyone had said, oh, you're a woman, you can do this and you are built for it and like, our bodies are built. And I'm like, no, that's not the case in every situation. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. We should start making women feel a bit more, you know, powerful, even if they have to choose an option that they didn't want to essentially in the beginning um but at the end of the day he got here and he got here safely and that was just the most amazing moment oh Olivia what an absolute superstar do you know what I love the most about that chat was that she you know there's a danger on Instagram and obviously watching shows like Love Island where you see somebody looking acting and sounding a certain way Mm. obviously I feel we got the realness when she was on Love Island that's where I fell in love with her but I think sometimes you know Insta can be you know a curated look at what somebody's life looks and feels like and it's it's very you know kind of perfect I guess and then the way that she spoke about being a mum was so real and so honest I was totally drawn into her she was um your best mate someone that you want to have a glass of wine with in the kitchen and talking real sense she's so real absolutely and you know what I think as well a lot of people here on social media and in you know the public eye they feel like they can't say a lot of what they want to say I think because they're afraid of backlash or afraid how that might be perceived and I think that's what has been amazing with a lot of the conversations we've had this year I feel like people come on here and it's a safe space um, Mm. for people to be open and almost like show their true selves because you guys are so wonderful and you're not judgmental we're not judgmental we're just here to to hear you know hear people's views and and their journey of parenthood Um, and actually you know going into our next episode again somebody who we see a lot of you know she's been in the public eye for her whole life I guess um talking so openly about her relationship with her body and um you know so so much came from it actually yeah and actually when we had this conversation with um this particular guest she was in a marriage she just had her baby um and since the episode aired I mean, she's going through a separation at the moment. She is really, you know, going through it like big kind of life stuff. Um, And she's still holding her head up high and she's still getting on with it and seeing the joy in all of that pain because, you know, going through a breakup, never, ever easy, especially when you've got a Mm. little one. So, yeah, um, you guys love this this episode. I love this guest. Georgia, who is it? It's Chloe Maidley. I struggled in I looked in the mirror I remember vividly looking in the mirror and I struggled with patience so I was very patient with my return to training because I didn't want to do more damage but I struggled with my patience of my body going back to normal visually I just kept looking in the mirror day after day after day and wondering why two weeks postpartum I still had a pregnant belly and I was like why isn't it going down and even like James totally unintentionally would be like when is it meant to go down? Like even that question was so triggering for me because I was like, oh my God, oh my God. Like, I, so I was very, very impatient with it. There was definitely a moment in terms of um, internally 
I remember I had a moment in the shower where, and this must have been just a bit of a bit of post-birth trauma, where I just the one sentence just flew into my head really strong. Like, I didn't want a C-section and I just burst out crying and I couldn't stop. Yeah. But that was it. Like that, it came and it went. Um, but imagine, I can imagine now, you know, talk to women about their, their, their post-birth kind of trauma, that constantly being the front and center in your head and how upsetting that would be and distressing that would be. So I had a small um, brief experience of that. Yeah, so she always, for me, is able to put her balls on the line and say mm. it how it is. Yes. She calls people out when they're rude to her on Instagram. She she gives great solid advice. She's not frightened to say, you know, uh, what our bodies can and can't do post training. You know, she's 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 a really solid individual who who speaks yeah. a lot of of the truth. I think she's you very know? authentic. She's always herself. Yeah. I think. I mean, I don't know her personally like you do, but. I think, yeah, you're right. She just says says things how they are. She knows that there's going to be backlash, you know, to certain things. But that's why we love her because we feel like we get yeah. the realness, and that's what we want. Absolutely want on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely love that episode. And also, good luck to Chloe. 2024 is going to look so differently uh, to 2023, but exciting times ahead for her. Uh, now we're going to move on to um, a Q and A podcast that we did on tweakments. Now, Georgia and I have spoken about our. Um, Botox and Profilo and yeah. other kind of beauty, uh, uh, I guess, procedures. Is that the right word? <laughs> procedures. Um, yeah, absolutely. Procedures. Yeah, like the tweakments that we have done. But actually, we really wanted to delve into um, the ins and outs. What was worth spending the money on? What was a load of uh, a waste of time? And mm. kind of, you know, those things to help us look less knackered. And it went down really well, didn't it? It did. Podcast? We had an absolute expert in her field on. And I think that's what we wanted to do because we're not experts. We're just here to give you, you know, our honest reviews on on certain procedures and, and tweakments that you can have. But I do think it's still a taboo. And I'm so glad that we just went for it and thought, you know what? Let's just talk about it. Everyone asks, yeah. you know, like they'll message us. It's one of those things you don't want to ask your friends necessarily. Um, and I think mm. sometimes friends can gatekeep any tweetments they're having or someone amazing that they're seeing. Um, so I think that is why this episode went down so well. It was just a free forum to uh, to ask about all of the tweakments um, with an absolute expert. Should, should we listen? Yeah, it was a brilliant one. Yeah, let's do it. This is um, our Q&A podcast on tweakments with Alice Hart-Davis. Do you know what? We are so excited about um, this episode of the podcast because it's still one of those things we don't want to talk about. We talk about everything. Even we feel a bit uncomfortable, don't we? Like, so we had a conversation mm. ages ago when people were sort of sending in messages when we are having catch-ups asking, you know, have you know, have you started having Botox? And we, we didn't even know whether we should talk about it or say yes, which is ridiculous. And now we're at a stage where we're like, yes, we will talk about yep. it. Why wouldn't we? Let's just be honest and open about it. Do you think there is still a stigma, Alice? There is. And it's so fantastic to hear that you are being bold and honest and open about this, because this is what I've been trying to do since I launched um, my platform, Tweakman's Guide. It's just open up the conversation about uh, non-surgical cosmetic procedures, um, tweakments, as I call them. I saw there was one com comment that came in saying, what the H is a tweakment? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. It's a non-surgical cosmetic procedure that will make a small difference. But yeah, these things have been around for ages. I have been reporting on them for 20 years or more. And yet, um, even though they are, it's quite well known that they're out there, there is still so much shame and fear and judgment 
about them, but it's quite a different, difficult conversation to have, um, particularly with friends, which, which is really where it ought to start. Are you doing this? Should I do this? What have you tried? Who's good? So now we know. We know where to go. We, we know what to have. We know that we can always DM Alice with any questions around it because she has had, you know, she's tried out a lot of things. She's done it, but she's literally got, a, she's made a career, like carved out a career for herself in trying all of these different tweakments. And yeah. she's a real authority in this area. So check out the tweakments guide if you're looking like for a reputable person to go to. Um, we absolutely trust her. So yeah, thank you, Alice. Absolutely loved that. Right, let's move on to the next one because I got hands in the air. For me, this is probably top five that we've ever done. Mm. There was something about this guest and his lovely also to get, you know, a, a male voice on the podcast because we always love it when, when we get a father on. But somebody that has really, really done the research is living and breathing everything that he's saying and his views around parenting and the sort of, psychology essentials that we need to kind of cope with it I felt like I needed to hear like we had a lot of chat in this podcast around social media the impacts that it can have on children how Mm. we keep them safe online um you know our views on like I I guess Jordan and I have this conversation a lot our kids are you know my eldest is now 10 she's just had her ears pierced next it's going to be social media and how do I keep her safe so it was um it was a really great chat wasn't it yeah I absolutely love this one I think this podcast, you know, it, it really helps us kind of depict everything that we're going through in parenthood. But when we really get into the nitty gritty of literally just wanting to raise good, good human beings, it's these kind of episodes that I think for me really help because they, I guess they give you the tools to and the confidence to know that what you're doing is right or how you could maybe change, you know, change what you've been doing. And I don't know, I just felt really safe with this guest and that what he Mm. was telling us was true and would really help us throughout our parenting journey and not fuck up our kids. basically <laughs> which we're bound to um yeah anyway. i'm sure we will yeah me and georgia saw this amazing guest on a panel that we went to we went and sat in the audience and he was up there talking about his book and we thought we had to get him on the podcast so here's a little snippet of louis weinstock and i think maybe one helpful um psychological concept which i'm sure you've come across before is intrinsic motivation is it i've never heard of that mm. intrinsic there's intrinsic and extrinsic motivation so uh extrinsic motivation is when you want to do something because you've seen somebody else doing it and all human beings are so influenced by what other people want right you just see somebody and then unconsciously you decide that that's what you want that never leads to fulfillment never Uh, And then intrinsic motivation is something we're born with, where we are naturally motivated by certain things. So like a toddler, for example, doesn't need to necessarily see other people doing something to be naturally motivated to play with a particular toy or try something different. So we're we're born with this built-in sort of curiosity to try and find things out and learn things and discover things. And so I would suggest, like, just keeping that concept in mind, can you make sure that whatever the external pressures are of school and sports and being successful, like nurturing a space where your child can keep following their natural 
intrinsic motivation. What I love about Louis was that he he really, really sees the I guess he sees the like quirks and differences in our kids. He's mm. worked with children over the last 20 years and he's kind of guided kids and grown-ups like away from the darkness into the light. That's what he says. He yeah. really, really sees inside the human into all of those wonderful differences which make us all, you know, completely unique. Um, and, and, and he spends time, you know, he really invests. I think you can hear that in the podcast. Mm. Yeah, and he's realistic as well. Like he's not one of these people who was, you know, who's preachy about the things you should and shouldn't do. He was very realistic about what we can do um, as parents. But also if you're looking for him on social media, he is not there. <laughs> so if nope. you liked what you heard just then, you're going to have to go back and listen to the full episode, which I'm actually going to do. I'm going to put it on straight after we record this just to remind myself I think it is one of those episodes that you can just keep going back to um yeah absolutely one of my favorites for sure yeah now our next guest came on and I mean we talk about our relationship on here a lot don't we but understandably it's quite difficult for people to come on and share you know what's going on in their relationship and no, just highlight that yes, your relationship does change when you become a parent. Mm. And I loved mm. this guest for this. You know, she's, you know, she's a mum. She absolutely loves her role as mum. She did struggle with the new identity, but she also really struggled with how that changed her, you know, her relationship with her partner and how they yeah. couldn't be so, you know, spontaneous. Spontaneous. Or, yeah. But in a positive way as well. Like I loved that how she talked about the things that they enjoy doing together now. And it wasn't all doom, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't all doom and gloom, like, oh, your relationship's over. It's just how they've adapted. Mm. Yeah. And and also, you know, the relationship that I guess she's had with herself as well. We mm. talked a lot about body image in this in this um conversation, which I found really relatable. Everything that she was saying, I feel like me and you also went through as well it was one of those like head nod moments where everything that came out of her mouth I was like yes that's exactly the same here yes 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 really relatable and um really engaging I loved her actually again one of those people that you just want to sit around and have a glass of wine with uh Georgia who who is it let's listen to Brooke Vincent when are you going back to Corrie because I'm, I'm not, you on it. I'm oh, you're not, not at the to... minute. Again, kids, it's, it's hard because I would definitely have to get like a, a nanny or like an old pair or somebody to help me with the school run. And I, I just think at the minute, whilst I, and I also want to do, I do want to challenge myself a little bit. And I yeah. love Corinne. It's my home and I love everybody there. And But I just think I need things that are not consistent. I need jobs that are two days here where I can sort the boys out and you know my mum works she works shifts so she's not always on hand and it's just a juggle it's just a massive juggle and you guys will know more than obviously anyone you come last within your family the mums come last and you know I, I do a lot on social media now which is doable on a Monday like this is doable I've been I've loved nothing more but if you said to me Brooke you need to come to London for three hours I'd be like girls can't come so a lot of a lot of now what I do is just like adapting around the kids really but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love I love Corey. I really, really do. Do you remember that day as well where she came on that she just had her hair cut? She just yeah. like got it into a into I a know. bob and she was wearing a cap and she was like, I don't know if I like it or not. We're like, it's great. Yeah, bless her. Has She's she kept gorgeous. It short? I think she has, hasn't she? I think she Well, it's probably short. down to us telling her that she looked so great that day. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, another another essential episode that you need to listen to, the wonderful Brooke Vincent. Thank you so much to her for coming on. We'll be right back after this short break. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? Moving on to an episode that um, I knew was going to be fascinating, but I don't think I realized it would stay with me for such a long time. And somebody that I I remember watching on Fame Academy years yes. and years and years as a teenager and yeah. looking at her and thinking wow, like what an amazing coach, you know, she really got her, you know, her shit together. She was really out there kind of, you know, in the public eye, living it and a real kind of mum boss. Mm. And then her journey, having her children and what she's been on, what she's been through with those kids is remarkable. I don't think I know a story like it actually. Yeah, I don't. And I think it just goes to further highlight what we try and, you know, highlight on this podcast every week is that not all families are the same and not all kids mm. are the same and not all, you know, you, you never know what you're going to come up against in parenthood. And I think this guest absolutely showed that what, you know, whatever it throws at you, you can only use that, you know, take that as a positive and support your kids to be like whoever they want to be and support them to learn mm. and develop in the way that suits them. It's really not a one size fits all approach. Um, yeah. Like an absolutely fascinating story. Like unbelievable. Yeah. And I, I loved how she was saying that it's the world that needs to change, not our children. Mm. Really yeah. powerful statement, actually, that like you said, George, whoever or whatever they choose to be, that should be absolutely more than okay. Uh, let's get into Cary Grant. Everything you've said there relates to how the outside world will respond to your child. And yeah. that's why awareness needs to be raised because it's actually not the child's issue. It's the outside world's issue. Yeah. You know, the opposite of the word belong is fitting in. And, and it's not not belonging. The opposite of belonging is fitting in. And so our children feel like I've got to somehow fit in. And the only way I can do that is to mask who I am. So I can't show up as who I am. I have to go to school every day and pretend I'm like everybody else. And after a while, that impacts their mental health. And so the biggest issue for many of our children, certainly who are on the autism spectrum, is that their mental health is impacted, not because of their autism, but because of the outside world's response to them. And so the biggest issues, the hardest part for me has always been my children's mental health and trying to navigate 
what feels like impossible systems. Wow. Gosh, one of those, yeah, one of the episodes that just stays with you. Um, And again, another one that I'm going to go back and listen to because she's a real inspiration, actually. Like she, I, I just love the way she's changing the narrative around, you know, children with neurodivergence um, and gender identity issues. I, yeah, a, a must listen, a, an absolute yeah, must 100%, listen podcast. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah, we loved it. Definitely go back and have a listen to that. Uh, moving on to our Strictly <laughs> Queen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the most do normal the, dance um, to earth. Amazing. The theme tune then, but I forgot. Da, da, I That's it. That is it. Yeah, I mean... I didn't expect anything else from this guest. I think we've grown up watching yeah. her and she is just, I don't know, just warm and honest and funny and vibrant. Very funny. And all yeah. the positive words that there are. Um, she, yeah, she's just like, your, she's literally, yeah. oh my God, she's like your mate next door. She's literally yeah. like, yeah, you know what? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't fancy having sex with him. And I was thinking, oh God, I hope he's knackered so he doesn't want to have sex with me. And I was like, this is hysterical. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it is, the, the episode was like a group WhatsApp chat with your best yes. mates. It was yes. absolutely that. Honest, funny, just all the stuff. It felt warm. You wanted to sit down and have a cup of tea with her. Like, yeah. just wonderful yeah and also when she's talking about you know she should become a a mum again for the second time when she's talking about her relationship with Gorka who obviously we all watch on Strictly and we're like that's where they fell in love that was quite cool as well because you see it you know in in, in, on the dance floor and it was all kind of sequins and tans and you know heels and dance moves and then you're like oh but the reality is they're just a couple at home like not wanting to have sex at the end of the day because they're too (laughs) knackered it was just brilliant she was just so honest it is it's like the glitz and the glamour to the reality um yes brilliant let's listen to Gemma Atkinson it sounds ridiculous I was a more a bit guilty and I don't mm. know why Whoa. but I kind of sound thought, ridiculous. I thought to myself I'm I feel terrible telling her that she's no longer going to be mm. the only person in our little you know what I mean it was a weird feeling um and I said to God, I don't know why I'm feeling so guilty and when we when I went to bed that night I actually got a bit teary yeah and I, yeah, I wanted her to know that just because there was another baby coming, she wasn't going anywhere. It was kind of people say, oh, you, you, your love's halved. It's not. I think it's just doubled and shared. It's, it, do you know what I mean? It's kind of, it's a weird feeling. And all the way through my pregnancy, I kept thinking, God, I hope Mia's okay. As yeah, well as, yeah. it's bizarre. Well, me and Georgia felt the same. It's, it's, yeah. it's really interesting that you say this. And actually, we're not alone, the three of us either. Everybody we speak to experiences an element of that. And I was so desperately worried that the bond between Luna and I would have been broken, that actually mm. it would, it, you know, introducing a new baby was going to take something away or that, that she might feel left out. Yeah. yeah. Is that, is that what, is that, that's how you felt? I when you, yeah. when I, mm. when I, when you told me you were pregnant with Kit and I was like, oh my God, congratulations. You were like, oh. I don't, I, I, cried. Don't I don't know what I'm mm. going to do. Like, and a lot of it was about Luna. I was exactly yeah. the same. Oh, I love her. I Me absolutely too. love her. And I love them as a couple. I think yeah. they are. Do you know what? They, they, they keep themselves to themselves. They're hard grafters. And they seem like they're amazing, amazing parents. So yeah, long may that good relationship episode. last. Definitely yeah, one definitely, to listen to definitely. if you haven't already. Now, our next guest. This was... A really varied chat, actually. An incredible birth story. Like, 
the the most amazing birth story actually and one that I don't think many of us can relate to but definitely one we want to hear because it sounded like absolutely incredible but also like chatted about so much more than just the birth like blended family dynamic her worries for her daughter um we really got into it with this guest, actually. Yeah, she was actually really emotional during the conversation. Mm. I think, um, you know, if like Georgia and I, you have, you know, watched her on her reality show, you think that you get a real honest insight into life. And I'm sure to a certain degree you do. But when it came to the nitty gritty of her eldest daughter, Sunday, and the relationship mm. that she has with her and the fact that they've got this new family with her new partner and her new little one and how she feels around, you know, Sunday not feeling isolated or, you know, her worries about how that family dynamic feels for her. You just felt like her heart was out there on her sleeve. And even though she shares all of her life on her reality show, I felt we got more in this hour than we have done from, from most of the guests, actually. Like, I really think she went to that next level of vulnerability. I, w- I would absolutely second that, Zoe. And I think yep. talking about your worries in a blended family isn't something that a lot of people want to do because I think it's almost like... I guess it makes it real and talking about like, yes, I am, of course I'm worried about, you know, Sunday. That's what she was saying. Of course I'm worried. I don't want her to feel left out. I don't want her to feel that. I think that's a really vulnerable, it's really vulnerable to talk about that, but definitely absolutely needed because there'd be so many people listening who will be feeling that. And now they know that they're not alone in feeling that. And it's like a normal a normal emotion to be and a, and a normal worry to have I guess we all worry about our oh, kids God, but yeah. I don't think yeah. necessarily we talk about it like that especially in a blended family situation yeah. because there are definitely things or times where I felt really alone with it that yeah. I didn't know whether I could share it who I could share it with because I don't know that many other people in a similar situation to me so hearing Fern talk about it like that is exactly what I've been going through and that, Mm. you know, having that relationship with Isla and making sure that that is like at the forefront of my mind and my decisions, making her feel like she feels that she is an integral part of this home. You know, it's, it's a big responsibility when it's not a child that you've birthed slightly Mm. different for Fern because it's, it's her biological daughter, but she's got, you know, her, her new husband or her new partner will have a similar dynamic to what I'm having, you know, like, so it, yeah. a lot of it was very relatable, very relatable. And I, and I, yeah, I absolutely loved it. So let's get into Fermacan. Oh God, don't. I'm, I'm gonna, I haven't <laughs> oh. been asked this yet. <laughs> it's such a, a worry. And I think because I was a single parent, oh God, I feel like I'm going to just burst into tears. Where oh, I, I do actually. Parent, just <laughs> yeah. To- yeah, oh, I think Aww. it's like just all all of those worries that you you do, you just don't want your first feeling left out. And I think yeah. where it was just me and her for such a long time. And I will say this that 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 my I feel like even now and I'm, even though Finty is ten weeks old, my relationship between the two is very different. It is very different, mm. Finty. Maybe because I'm more relaxed, more confident as a mother, but. It, it's been, it's, I've felt very present and it's been more, I'll say this out loud, enjoyable. It has been more enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sunday was, I was like a rabbit in the headlights and I was just, 
it it was hard mentally. She was a great baby, but I think like mentally I was sort of all over the place. Um, And like I was saying, she'd had me solely for so many years and I just didn't want her to feel left out or that somebody was taking her me away from her wow we can't keep saying like oh that was our favorite episode of the year because actually all of these episodes (laughs) have been stand out for us but definitely one like you said just before we heard Fern one where we got everything from her and more than we could Mm. have ever Mm. imagined and Mm. again like you know this is the space you know to come on and feel safe and not be judged so that's down to you lot as well. So thank you. Yeah. And f- for making Fern feel so kind of mm. able to speak her truth, to really speak her truth. I think maybe even as little as maybe 10 years ago, there wasn't that safe space for, you know, mums or dads to come on and really say how yeah. it how it feels to be a parent. You know, there just wasn't that outlet. So, you know, the fact that we get to do it on this podcast week after week is an absolute joy. Uh, moving on to one of my absolute favorite humans <laughs> and best friends. Um, definitely had her ups and downs over the last couple of lit couple of years losing her father um, and then literally a few months later losing her stepfather you know she's had two two babies very very um, quickly you know one after the other and she's also been battling her mental health quite you know quite badly Um, it was it was a very poignant and quite a sad podcast in parts but I felt like not sad as in, oh gosh, I wish she'd stop wanging on about it all. More like, thank you for being so honest about her pain. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that it was a raw episode and something that we haven't discussed a lot on on the podcast has been fertility, really. So yeah. that was another, you know, something else that she really went into, fertility, grief, and how parenthood isn't always as you imagined we know that but sometimes when life throws even more at you it's okay Mm. to think this isn't what this isn't what I imagined like this it really isn't what I imagined I didn't deserve this to happen to me and it's actually fine to say that and I mean I really hope Pip's actually just had her baby hasn't she I hope that Life's not so dramatic for her this time. Yeah, do you know what? I've literally just got off the phone from her. So before I jumped on this podcast, me and her had a 45-minute conversation. It's the first time that I've spoken to her since she's had Hugo, her new baby. Um, And she was literally, I could just hear these new newborn little squeaks as he was asleep on her chest. She's doing really, really well. I asked her about her mental health. She said that she's coping and that he's giving her a four-hour stint at night where she's um, managing to kind of get a bit more sleep than she thought she would. But yeah. Everything is good in the Pips Taylor camp. So should we, we have a little listen love to, to hear that part of the podcast? Let's do it. Fertility is so consuming. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you feel like you don't want it to be, but it is. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I'm not going to let it consume me. But literally, when you kind of, you know, you get your period and you're not expecting your period, and you're that you're just you've got that hope every single month. And people aren't that open about it, really. I think they're becoming more open about it. But it's kind of like the last taboo of our society, I think, of mm. talking about the struggles. And, you know, I've got friends who've done IVF. I've had this, so many different stories because you're learning everything at one stage. You know, we're taught our whole lives don't have sex because you got pregnant. And then it takes you years and years and years to to get pregnant or to have any progress. And actually, we should be from a very young age, like talking about this much much better much more openly we should be talking about this more openly with young from a younger age say from like mid-20s and thinking about you know 
what what we want to do because you know I was sold you can have it all you can have the career you can have the kids and there was there's certainly a couple of years that I thought I would I never thought I'd be a mum yeah total legend absolute legend and also I think you know Pips um probably like a lot of us is a great pretender so she can perform you know present anything be the biggest voice in the room and be everybody's best friend and then shut the door and dissolve and actually, mm. I think sometimes, you know, it's so much better for us to reach out and say, I'm not coping very well. So if you are struggling at the moment with any aspect of your mental health, lean yeah. on your mates because they want to be there for you. Definitely a lesson to mm. all of us. Um, yeah. Now, our next guest, I would not say, I would definitely not describe her as vulnerable. <laughs> she was no. not vulnerable. <laughs> um, a funny chat, an upbeat chat, like we delved into what it's like to live with a teenage daughter. Um Gosh, so much. And but a really a fun chat to listen to, I'd say. I mean, I'm sure all of you listening to this podcast also listen to her podcast that mm. she does with Anna. It's absolutely everywhere. It is hysterically funny. And she wow, does she give it to you? I mean, mm-hmm. she does not hold back on her thoughts and feelings. And I really respect it. All of those things that you think, oh gosh, I maybe it, wouldn't yeah. say that. She just goes and says it. Um she, and yeah. hats off to her. Mm. And do you know what? Jokes aside, I loved the fact that she refuses to buy into the mum guilt thing. And that's something we've talked about a lot. And I think we all need to have a little bit of Louisa in us and think, you know what? It's not selfish. You have to look after yourself and just refuse to like bow down to that whole mum guilt thing and thing thing that we should feel guilty about doing something for ourselves because we shouldn't. Um, and that is basically our mantra going forward, isn't it? So a hundred percent leave the mum guilt at the door and do what the fuck you want. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let's get into Louisa. You have to look after yourself. And I always say that I am, um, selflessly selfish. Like I'm an incredibly selfish person and I feel no shame in that. Like, because you can't pour from an empty cup. I know for me, to feel good and to be a good mom and a good wife and a good friend and good at my job. I have to be like fulfilled. And for me, that's like horses are a massive part of my life. And I feel like no guilt in not doing bedtime and going for a horse ride because they have two parents, right? And 99% of the time, it's either me or my husband putting them to bed. And when it's not, they have like a nanny that they love and adore that both my nannies have been with me for years. Um, And even my old nannies still know us. So I I just don't, I don't buy into all that guilt stuff. I just don't feel it. I'm like my own person with my own life. And why should I sacrifice or compromise on that? Oh, she's wonderful. She is absolutely wonderful. And do you know what my new favorite thing is, is when she posts her workout videos on Instagram, because she's obviously Mm. got herself into like mega shape at the moment. And she gets all this backlash. Like people just can't say nice things to her. They just have to comment. Oh, you're doing that wrong. Or you look too skinny or, oh my God, you must have a problem. And she's just like, can you all just fucking leave me alone she yeah. just she and she just, doesn't care she's just I training. don't think she cares no. she really doesn't care no. and she gets up at whatever 4 30 a.m does her workout good like amazing for her like we I, I do and I'll say it again I think we all need a little bit of Louisa in us she's just like a proper yep. go go get them person and she has like yes. a real I don't know I think she she makes you feel like you want to do it and and feel yeah. strong and stuff so Yeah, taking a bit of Louisa into 2024. 
definitely a hundred percent um i hope you enjoyed that episode how lovely to sit back and just reflect on all those amazing chats that we've had this year of course they are all available in the back catalogue so um if you are looking for a bit of escapism over the festive period and you want to just get in the car and just leave it all behind you can pop any of those episodes on and enjoy them georgia and i are sending you so much love to get through christmas um (laughs) um, as always we'd love you to rate review subscribe and please give our podcast a little follow yeah and a five-star review tell your friends when you see them over the festive period they have to listen to the made by mama's podcast that would be your gift to us yes if you have got any feedback like what you'd like to see from us or hear from us in 2024 then drop us a dm on instagram we're on at made by mamas and we will be back on friday for our last episode of 2023 Made by Mamas is an insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the lovely Charlotte Mason. Insanity Group. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs>